0: Hi, good evening. This is Arinola with Mini 5. Wow, it's been an incredible day. It's been a day of reflection, miracles, unexpected events. I got in contact with somebody not too long ago asking for some support with business. or well, Actually, they reached out to me and um, they were going to put me in touch with some other people who could partner with us. And I got into a position where I kept asking and asking, and I think they kept ignoring me. And each time I met them, oh, I didn't get the email, oh, I haven't read it, all oh, this. And then not too long after that, I find them in the same place where I have been connected with some people who are going to help, help me to grow my business. They started laughing. They laughed and laughed and laughed and then looked at me and said, it's a small world, isn't it? Yeah, it is a small world. But sometimes we wonder why certain things don't happen, why people don't do things when either they promise or or they don't help when they said they were going to. And then we wonder why it takes us so long to get to a particular destination. I would like to suggest that God is still in control, and he has a plan. He hasn't abandoned the plan, but in the meantime, he's building character and perseverance. Those words which I don't like to hear, but I know it's true, because I realize now that there are certain things that if I had handled earlier on, I probably would have mishandled them. I don't know. I think about my mindset now. I think about the way I look at situations. I think about how quick I am to be able to show empathy. I've had the grace to be able to understand people's pain. I think about how humbling it is for me to have access to people I would never have dreamed to have been connected to. Brings me back to the subject of God. Is there a God? And as I was reflecting... On this podcast, internally I was asking God questions. If somebody says, if there's a God, why do we have problems in the world? I think it's a very apt question to ask them back. If there's no God, why are good things happening? Because as we understand, there's good and evil. I think most people will understand that. But where some people might struggle is... Why isn't there good all over? Well, the thing is, we need to invite God into our lives. We need to invite him to take part in the events that take place. We need to surrender our lives to him. Because uh, believing in the Bible, it says that God has a plan. He has a good plan. He says, I know the thoughts I have for you. Thoughts of good and not evil. To bring you to an expected end, you know. And um, if he has a plan, and he's already scheduled the plan from the beginning. Another part in the Bible, Psalm 139 says, Before you before you were born, I knew you in your mother's womb. I even knew you when you were being knitted together. And I have a book about you. So if we know all that, then we can understand that there's a higher purpose and a higher plan for our lives. And no matter what happens, there is a divine order. And we're also told in the Bible that all things work together for good. So even when we do our runarounds and we take a different turn, we don't do what we're told to do, we have an inkling to do something. We have an inner voice, an intuition, an idea, an insight into something. Even when we don't act on it and the opportunity goes away, God somehow in his mercy brings it back. I marvel at how a baby when being born, I mean, I used to walk in the labor ward and catch babies. I used to marvel at how when the head is delivered, the shoulder twists itself into shape. It just, just clicks. Who told the baby to do that? You know, and then you can deliver the other shoulder and take the baby out. The baby rotates while it's going through the mother's canal. The sun rises up on time. It doesn't delay even if we have a clock, we know it's that time. Even, with, even if it's darker and the seasons are changing, we know it's going to be morning tomorrow. We know we're going to have day and night, though that will change soon when Jesus comes. We say we don't believe there's God. <clears throat> I don't know where we got that from. Um, yes, there is God. He's all loving, all encompassing. He's so beautiful. And he loves us so deeply, ever so deeply, more than we can even comprehend. And he's the voice that calls us very gently and softly and saying, come to me. Come to me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. It's his voice that um, gently pulls us towards good, directs us, comforts us. And speaks to us when we're tired, we're overwhelmed, and we want to give up. And he's the one that answers when we say, oh, please let it be okay. Please let it be right, you know. And he's the one that answers when people um, throw a challenge and say, God, if you're out there, prove yourself. You know, he does something. We wonder why we're saved by an inch breath, you know, from a car running us over. I had that experience. The car was coming with speed. I cannot believe that he was just a hair's breadth away from me he actually rubbed against me onto the curb thank God I wasn't hurt and then people say there's no God who pulled me out of the way who, who got me out in time you know and who stopped you from catching that bus that exploded so dear listeners uh, thank you for staying with me and um, I would like you to entertain the thought that God loves you and he's calling he's calling you ever so gently to come to him, and he's organised everything on the planet, our lives included, and he wants a deep and meaningful relationship with every one of us. So, thanks for listening. and uh, This is Arinola with Mini Five. Until next time, God bless. Bye. Chapter Four.
1: Too many ways to name. It seems that the way God, my daddy, speaks is a subject of much consideration and debate in the Christian world. I think it's really easy. My sheep hear my voice and the voice of a stranger they will not follow. I had the opportunity to hear a seminar on the subject when the speaker pointed out that a baby did not need to go learn how to distinguish his mother's voice. They just know They are so used to hearing the rise and falls in volume, pitch, tone, delivery of mum's voice, they can single it out amongst other voices. Why then are we obsessed with methods and steps that teach us to hear God's voice? The Bible tells us that people who have exercised their senses can distinguish between good and evil. If we have been practicing hearing, sensing his voice, We get better, I guess. On the contrary, if you hear what sounds outrageous, like kill yourself, or instructions, ideas and suggestions compelling you to do the wrong thing, steal, lie, you will know it's not of God, right? Some people take drastic and dangerous actions, claiming a voice asked them to do this. I think they are listening and hearing a stranger's voice. But solid food belongs to those who are full of age, that is, those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. Hebrews 5.14, NKJV. There are so many examples of ways God has spoken to his people, friends and servants, because there were varieties of relationships they had with him. Do I know how God speaks? yes and no. The former because I have become more accustomed to how I hear him and how he speaks to me. The latter because he is such a personal God and relates with us as such. It was difficult to accept that it was God speaking to me for a long time because I would dismiss it. The thoughts would come and I would rationalize them away. So faith and disbelief in God's speaking do not help things I like that God is so creative in the many ways he chooses to speak to us. His voice has been compared to lightning, thunder. His voice has been likened to thunder as well. And he is said to communicate through a whirlwind in the book of Job. You have heard about people talk about God speaking in the still small voice. Elijah had just called for the prophets of the false god Baal to be killed in a showdown. I hope you can relate to this. Elijah was quite an audacious, colourful and creative prophet, who I think had bouts of desperation like we sometimes do. Do you remember having faced a battle and was so victorious that you almost forgot the source of your victory? I can remember times when I think I got a little overconfident after winning a victory. You will appreciate then that Elijah was being human when he ran away after the king's wife, Jezebel, threatened to kill him. Whilst reading the story, I thought that someone who had been used to make such a national stand for God would be so confident in his power to deliver him, but he ran away. Goodness, he had just prayed for a rain miracle as well, a rare commodity in those days. Instead of Jezebel killing him, he asked God to. Like we sometimes do, I know I have done. I think the response he got from God was quite humorous. God even chose to speak in a whisper, not the wind, earthquake or fire displays he performed, but the still small voice. You may wish to read this story and can be read at 1 Kings 18 20 to end. Here's an excerpt from 1 Kings 19 1 to 12. And behold, he wrapped his face in his cloak, and went out and stood at the entrance of the cave. And behold, there came a voice to him and said, What are you doing here, Elijah? Whilst trying to decipher which voice we are hearing, we need to know that thoughts that condemn, humiliate, accuse, diminish us, or make us feel uncomfortable and fearful, are not of God. God is so kind loving and peaceful so his words and thoughts have that effect so gentle and he has an abundantly generous sense of humor too the righteous live by faith remember those led by the spirit of god are children of god romans 8:14 it's also a good thing to seek confirmation of what looks like god's voice through the word or watching to see if other events line up with it. I would like to share some of the ways I have learned about how he speaks to me. His word, the Bible. Make note of a song that you wake up with, or that comes to your mind spontaneously. Sing it out and note the lyrics, or just break out in worship when there's so much confusion around and it seems hard to hear. A sense, a nudge, the still small voice. Ideas and words rising within me that generate excitement. Circumstances and the lining up of events. Dreams, the prophetic gift, visions and angels. Peace, no tightness in the belly or uneasiness. Promptings, journaling, audible voice, very rare for me. Others. This is because we can't box him, and he can speak in any way he wants. Once a prophet called for a harp to play music so he could hear God.